0: great. Um, I'm here at uh, Casual Connect in Seattle, and with me me again is another guest um, that we had last year. So how about you introduce yourself again?
1: Rick Marazzani. I'm Head of Content Programming for Accent, and we just launched our new GameTanium Mobile service. And what's what's GameTanium Mobile about? GameTanium Mobile is the world's first all-you-can-eat Android game subscription service. So users pay a flat monthly fee for all the games they want to play. So it's kind of like Spotify for games with trophies.
0: Now, um where do they find this uh, service? Do they have to go to the Android market to download your APK to actually use the service? Or do you have a deal with Verizon or some of these other companies? So since we are an app that distributes other apps, we can't be in
1: the Google Marketplace. We're, we're an additional marketplace. There'll be about 100 of them by the end of this year. We're one of them. We're okay being one of them because ours is unique because of the business model and because of the services we're offering. So right now, it's available at GameTanium Mobile, mobile mobile.GameTanium.com or GameTanium.com. That's where you can find the app itself. We are going to start a bigger direct-to-consumer push for that, and eventually it'll be available integrated on carriers as a value-added service provided by the carriers integrated with their sign-on and their billing right now. You can get it at the website. It's you know, it, We're launched, we're live,
0: and then bigger announcements will come as we add partners and OEMs to distribute the APK. Um, as you mentioned, there's going to be about a hundred other markets popping up. You know, for the developer out there, should they just be focusing on Android market? What's the benefit of actually trying to go to, through some of these alternative markets, which seem to have less reach? Well, Android has the
1: broadest distribution. It's on every Android device. That's a good thing. But Google hasn't excelled at some things, so far. Uh, Merchandising, they're getting much better at, but it hasn't been great at. They certainly don't curate. There's 20,000 games in the marketplace right now, and all but a few hundred of them are complete crap. So you're going to be mixed in with a lot of stuff you don't want to have your game alongside. And monetization. People aren't used to paying Google money. Google's all about ad support and other ways of monetizing. So pulling out your credit card to put it in the Google Marketplace is a really big leap for most people. And it's caused a lot of friction. Is why you see hardly any sales in the Android Marketplace right now. But as a developer, you want to get it where you're going to make money. So certainly get it in the Google Marketplace, because you'll make something there. Get it in any other app store that has something to overcome either the merchandising, marketing, or monetization friction. Get it as broad and wide as possible. And certainly find one that's going to complement your gameplay. In our service, we pay based on the fun of the game. The more fun, the more gameplay, the more money. So it's in the developer's interest, if they have a great game that's gonna get tons of play, to give it to us. If you have a one-off game that's got two minutes of gameplay, you'll make some money from us. But if you have a really addictive game, or a really deep game,
0: you'll make loads of money from us. So find a service that's gonna suit your game. Now, when you talk about addictive gameplay, you know, MMOs are very addictive. Um, Do you have, are you gonna allow in-app purchases or virtual currency purchases within your system? And how would developers that do have those kind of social types of games actually interact with your game, with your with your market. At this time, we aren't going to be able to monetize those games because our
1: users have already paid for the game. So everything they have in the service is paid for in their mind. So we really can't nickel and dime them after they've bought the game. So right now we're taking premium content, stuff that would otherwise cost $0.99 or $2 or $9 in a marketplace. The average price for a game that we have in our service now, if you went to buy it, would cost you about $2.80. So it's not junk content, it's it's valuable premium content. Now the MMO stuff, the pay-as-you-go, uh, those games are already free to play. Yeah. So, um, you know, some people are gonna you know, you know, chase that rabbit, and they'll pursue that that way to make money. I'm
0: into the old-fashioned way of earning it with premium gameplay. Sure. And um, you know, for, for developers out there, um, how, how could they even submit? Do they even have a chance, or have you already pre-selected all the games that are going to be in your marketplace? So, we are curating. Uh, we've gone
1: through the, the Google marketplace. We look at what's out there. We come to shows, and we talk to people about what's in the pipe. We talk to developers that have a whole library of Android titles that have not launched yet for various reasons. Either they're afraid of piracy, or they don't think that the market's ready yet. Um, but the The best way to do it is to give us a call, send me an email, Uh, there's a link on the website. Uh, Let us know you have a game, let us know you have a suite of games and we'll get you signed up. It's early enough now that if you have a great game, we'll sign you up direct and uh, we'll we'll put you in the catalog. And you won't be surrounded by the junk. There's about 75, 80 games in there at this minute. It's going to be over 100 uh, by the end of the month. And that's not a lot
0: of games in the big picture, it's just the right amount to make sure there's something for everybody in the catalog. Do developers have to modify their games significantly to be able to interact with your marketplace? How does that work?
1: Actually, we do all the work. So, just like we do on PC, we have a lab with 100 guys that do all the work taking games just as they are. Regular APK that we wrap in our DRM that we uh, then protect and track and then monetize. We talk to the server. We do all that work, the integration and coding. The only thing we need is a clean build that doesn't have ads or other people's SDKs or uh, a lot of junk inside it. Just a simple, clean build and let us do the cross-merchandising and let us do all that stuff and we'll take
0: care of it. Just give me the bill. APK is all I need. And, you know, you, you charge a service fee every month for this. How is that going to compete with something where a lot of the games on Android are free? Uh, granted, you know, the quality may not be there, but, you know, a lot of people are just used to downloading stuff for free on Android. Uh, how, you know, is that, is that the right venue to go? I don't
1: think free is the new norm. I think free is a symptom of the friction of monetization on Android. Where people can pay, they do. You see on tablet, the price prices for apps are much more expensive. On iTunes, where people can easily pay, they're much more expensive. So in our service, where you have regular recurring billing, <clears throat> the apps are effectively free to the user. The quality is there. You know, There is going to be some payment friction for our direct-to-consumer option. You are going to have to enter some sort of payment data. But once we're running on the various carriers, it'll be very easy for someone to
0: say, yes, please, I want games, and hit the OK button. And now they're subscribing. It's that easy. You mentioned iTunes. Are you guys going to be on iPhone or um, iPad or any of those devices? We we chose Android because of its openness, because we can bring our
1: unique business model there. You're not able to do that as easily on iOS, and if you do, you're not certain that you'll be able to maintain it. So uh, we'd love to be able to, but right
0: now Android's the safest place for us to to run our unique business model. And where do you see the future of the mobile market going? Um, You know, now that you're in this space, um, where do you see... What do you see gamers doing in the next year, and where do you see developers the opportunity for developers? I think
1: we're going to see bigger games. Tablets are going to
0: help. I also think premium games are going to
1: make a comeback. And ta- again, tablet will help there. A lot of the content that we see ending up on Android starts out on iOS, just because that's where the money is. And there's still premium content on on iOS, because it's easier to pay. So we're going to see more premium content. When the carriers get involved in Android monetization, which they eventually will, that's going to be a good thing for price points and content as well. Right now, carriers aren't making any money from smartphones. They don't get any of the iTunes money, they don't get any of the Android money. So when they make their own
0: stores and their own payment options, we're going to see premium content start coming back. And uh, where can developers find out more information about uh, the opportunity with GameTanium Mobile? Uh, you can find out at GameTanium.com or Accent E-X-E-N-T
1: com. There's a page there about Android and there's a link there for Android developers to reach me. Thank you very much.